Welcome, change agents. I'm so glad you're here. This is Cheryl Klein, and you're listening to the Limitless Leader Podcast. So have you ever had to talk someone down from jumping off a bridge or go into a bank that's being held up and try and get hostages out safely? You know, probably not, and I hope you're never ever in that position, but sometimes having influence and negotiating with your board and your leadership can be no less frustrating and anxiety and emotional. And so today I'm going to share a little bit, a little bit of a preview of what I'm going to be learning again from Chris Voss. It's really a follow-up training. I'll be spending some time with him in Los Angeles this week as a follow-up to our time together in New York City and a couple strategies that you can use. And if you don't know Chris Voss, he's an international hostage negotiator, 30-year veteran with the NYPD. And I figure that if he can help to, um, in these really critical situations, how to be highly persuasive, highly influential, I'm just sharpening my saw a little bit so I can help you to be highly influential with your leadership so we can start um, influencing and persuading our leaders to do the right thing. And so here's a couple things or just a couple, I'm going to share three strategies. One Chris talks about is labeling. So a lot of times when conversations are emotionally charged, which isn't a bad thing, it just means that they are important conversations, emotions can escalate. And the problem with that is, is that a lot of times when emotions goes up, productivity and intelligence for that matter goes down. In other words, people don't start thinking with their rational minds and it, we just it's just not a good place to be to make progress. And sometimes too, we might go into it, go into a conversation if we get emotional and come out of that conversation wondering, you know, why did I say that? Or maybe why didn't I say that? So it's really important to make sure that not only are our emotions managed, but also we manage the emotions of our counterpart. And one way to do that is by labeling. Now, uh, Chris Voss talks about this because this is a way of defusing emotionally charged conversations or de-escalating a conversation that has um, gotten a little out of hand and not being productive. So all labeling really is, is just putting a name to what someone else might be feeling. So if someone you know sounds angry or they're giving you a lot of pushback, you're just going to label how you think they're feeling. So it could even be something like, well, it's, um, you know, you sound angry or, you know, you sound like we're not going to get, um, you sound like your feet are firm in the sand for no budget for another headcount or something like that. And so you just want to label what they're saying. And then the hardest part is just backing off and letting them respond. And it actually doesn't matter if you label what they're what they're thinking or what they're feeling because they'll either agree with you and expand on it or what they will do is disagree with you and explain why maybe you weren't exactly right and either way can be super helpful when gathering information because just a reminder influence is really it's not about convincing someone it's really about building trust gathering information and then forming a conversation to come up to a win-win. So labeling is really important for that information gathering phase. And then also too, along those lines, 
is being an active listener. So a lot of times when we go into a negotiation, we're really set on what we want and what we need out of, um, out of a situation with our counterpart. But it's really important to use what Chris Voss calls tactical empathy and then listen to what your counterpart has to say because it's a human drive that we feel heard and acknowledged. And if we don't, then we're gonna be less likely to be open to hearing what someone else has to say. So active listening is incredibly important and just set that intention. And if possible, it's always recommended to have what's called a second listener. So in other words, when you're in the fact-finding information gathering, to have someone else in the room that's listening for tone of voice, nuances, any information that comes from your counterpart that's valuable. Okay, so labeling very active, active listening to gather information before you try to influence for and gain buy-in. And then um, finally, and the last thing is, is mirroring. Now, mirroring is basically, like it says, it's repeating something that someone else says. So if you're not gaining buy-in um, and you're getting a lot of pushback uh, and someone says no, you can, you can mirror no, for example, by saying no. And when you mirror that back to someone and there's that silence and then we're quiet, they're gonna explain themselves, typically. And so whether it's a no or they give you a reason that doesn't make a lot of sense, you can just mirror that back to them and just basically repeat back what they said. Just a word of caution though, is that you wanna make sure that your tone of voice is very compassionate and caring because if you mirror something back to them, if you're thinking, you know, if you've been with me for a while, you know that I've said over and over that whatever you're thinking comes out your mouth. So if you're thinking that I'm so frustrated, this is ridiculous, this person's a moron, I'm not saying that you would think that, but but anyways, if you're frustrated in your mind, it's gonna come out your mouth, and then what I'm telling you right now is gonna come off condescending or you'll sound angry, and then that's not really gonna get you where you wanna go. So. Make sure that whether you put your hand on your heart, whether you take a deep breath, whether you just think about, I care about this person so much, uh, wherever you need to, whatever you need to do to get your head straight, make sure that, it, that you're in a place of compassion and caring. So when you mirror back, it's very important to have a tone like you care and you really understand where they're coming from. So I hope you found this useful. I will be reporting back with some more of these things, um, tips, tools, and strategies really going deeper. We've been talking about influence for a really long time, but now we're really sharpening that saw so you can be a heard, valued, respected agent of change even more and help lead your leaders to do the right thing for the greater good. I look forward to seeing you next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow or subscribe to the Limitless Leader podcast with Cheryl Klein on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll let you know every time we release a new episode. And if you really enjoyed what you've heard so far, rate and review us too. That's one of the best ways that you can support us and make sure that this podcast keeps going. And also, I offer a significant library of free mental toughness and high-performance videos, worksheets, tips, and other helpful content on my website 
at www.cherylkline.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Cheryl Klein, and I look forward to having you back next time. And remember, you're only limited by what you think is possible. Cheering you on always.